This is episode 234 of the e-commerce Coffee Break podcast. Today I'm joined by Jerry Smithen, General Manager of RJM Tax Exemption, and we discuss how to manage sales tax for your e-commerce business. So let's dive right into it. But before we get started, a big thank you to our sponsors for supporting today's episode. Store Hero is a profit platform for e-commerce brands and agencies. Store Hero helps centralize all of your e-commerce marketing and finance data to get a true sense of your unit economics, margins and profitability. Visit storehero.ai today. Be a smart e-commerce marketer and grow your digital team faster without spending a ton on hiring, enabling you to grow your business faster. Visit smart-ecommerce-marketing.com for details or simply click the link in the show notes. This is the e-commerce coffee break. A top-rated Shopify growth podcast dedicated to Shopify merchants and business owners looking to grow their online stores. Learn how to survive in the fast-changing e-commerce world with your host, Klaus Lauter, and get marketing advice you can't find on Google. Welcome, welcome, welcome to, to the, the show. show. Hello and welcome to another episode of the e-commerce Coffee Break podcast. Today we want to talk about a topic that basically applies to every merchant out there. We want to talk about sales tax. Now, sales tax are a very complicated matter, specifically if you're selling, for instance, in the United States, which has one of the most complicated sales taxes, and it can, can become a headache for businesses selling online very, very quickly. So to dive into this topic, I have an expert with me today, Jared Smithson. He's a general manager at rjmtaxexemption.com, and they specialize on helping merchants. Jared has overseen and managed all work and, and employees at RJM. He's specializing in, as I said, e-commerce sales tax filing and compliance. His greatest achievement at RJM has been increasing a total client list for who they complete tax filing and from 50 to 1,000 in two years and assisting in the creation and development of their own tax exemption app. His goal is to take away the headaches that sales tax causes to business so they can focus on what they actually do. He's also a proud father of two boys, and if he gets free time, he loves to play tennis. So let's welcome Jared to the show. Hi, Jared. How are you today? Thanks, Klaus. Great to meet you. I'm fantastic, and thanks for reading all of that house. Great to hear. Thank you. Jared, sales tax, a very complicated matter, specifically if you're selling in the US. What got you into that topic? We had originally sourced to start a business in the US selling online as an international company back in about 2019. So selling on Amazon, Shopify. And when we began, we came across the hurdles of sales tax. So we had meetings with accountants and lawyers. We went over there to try and find the answers. And we got a lot of conflicting information. And some people would tell us one thing, another person would tell us something else. And we were completely lost ourselves with how to get started. And this was originally just started with Amazon. We then decided what the correct thing to do is we're going to contact the states directly, tell them what we're going to be doing, ask them one by one for their advice. So we spent a lot of time talking to them all and they basically showed us what we should be doing, what we should be applying for, where the correct information is. And we built our knowledge from there. Our business didn't go as quickly as we liked selling online. However, people came to us saying, hey, we're starting to sell. What did you do from the sales tax? So we said to them, oh, well, we spoke to all the states. They said, well, we don't want to do that. So can you help us get compliant? We just did it for ourselves. We spent hundreds of hours doing it. So our first few clients came in. And then from there, we realized that we had found our niche. There was nobody doing this. There was nobody offering help in these circumstances. So that's when the business grew. So 
Originally, we had about three staff in 2019, and we grew to a team of 20 in the last four years. There is a certain process to become tax compliant in US or depending where you are in the world to other countries. What's basically the thought process that you need to have as a merchant before you really start selling? Yeah, so you need to make sure that you are compliant before you start selling. There is a way that many people could start selling on Amazon or in Shopify in the US without considering anything to do with tax. They don't stop you and you can do it. So you need to make sure you do before because if you leave it a few years, they will eventually come to you. And you know, in the US, they say the only thing for sure is debt and taxes. So it'll come back around. So make sure it's all done. In terms of getting compliance, the first step you need to do when you're uh, in the US is to either open a business there. So you can either get an LLC or corporation in a state of your choosing. So if you're international, it should be a state of your choosing. If you're already based in the US, it will be recommended to fall in the state where you are based. I'm not going to go too much into that. And then you would need to get your EIN number, which is employee identification number with the IRS. And that's required to basically get any sales and use tax certificates in the US. You must have that. UK is possible to get an EIN for a non-US company, but this does cause some hurdles in terms of things like getting a US bank account. For example, if you're selling Shopify, I need to collect sales tax in certain states. Some of the states will only take payments for sales tax via a US bank account. So it would be recommended to have a US LLC or corporation so you can have a US business account. I have been through this process a few years ago and it was very complicated. And for the listeners who do not know how the tax system works in the United States, can you give me a bit of an overview about the different levels of taxes that they need to think of? Yeah, absolutely. So we'll start with sales tax. So it's the equivalent of Europe's VAT and it averages about 7%. However, the difference is the sales tax rate is different for every single state. It's also different for counties within the states and cities within the county. There are over 11,000 jurisdictions with different tax rates within the US. So it's crazy as well. Then onto other taxes we don't handle, which you need to be aware of. You've got obviously federal income taxes through the IRS. And then you've got state income tax, state corporate tax. There are franchise taxes. There are gross receipts tax. So there are many, many different taxes to be afraid of, but uh, you need to make sure you are all in control. And we basically help make the process as simple as possible in terms of making sure you are ticking all the right boxes, got the right information, and you're not looking at your shoulder for years to come. Now, there's two sides to taxes as a merchant, as a business. Obviously, you have to collect taxes from the sales you do, and then you have to pay taxes to the revenue service. How do I calculate my prices and how will it be shown to my customer on the product detail page? Using Shopify as an example. So Shopify is great when it comes to calculating taxes. There is a way where you can collect the tax in the back office. If you go to taxes and duties, you would click on the U.S., and it'll give you all the states and you can add each state one by one. Shopify is then really, really clever. It will automatically calculate the correct tax to charge your customer. So if your customer was purchasing from Atlanta, Georgia, from your store and you were charging the product for $100, Shopify was automatically add the tax extra on top of the $100. So they would pay, I can't remember the tax rate off my head, they would pay, let's say, $107 instead of the $100 because Shopify would charge on top of that. You would then be given that additional $7 and you'll be required to remit that back to Georgia. When it comes to sales tax, you only need to collect and remit sales tax 
or the states that you have nexus in. Nexus is just a fancy way of saying you have some kind of physical presence in the states, for example, warehouse, business location, employees, or there's something else called economic nexus, which is when you pass a total sales threshold or total transaction threshold. For example, if you were to do 200 transactions for the states, you would need to register. So one of the common mistakes people might make is they start selling in the US and they think, I'm just going to go and register everywhere straight away, add all my IDs to my Shopify store. You're just paying upwards of thousands of dollars for somebody to do this for you when you may not have been required to. So it's important not to panic. It's important to just register where you are required to in the beginning and keep your costs low. And then therefore you can really focus on the business. And then the next part really to go on to is how can you know when you hit a threshold? So Shopify, fantastic. So if you follow it to the letter, you've got one part in Shopify where you can add locations. So let's say you have your business location added. Let's say you're using warehouses to sell your goods. You would add all of the locations. Shopify would then tell you, you have Nexus here. And it also tracks your economic Nexus in its back office and it will notify you. I believe when it is 80% there, when you're about 80% to hit the threshold of sales, it will tell you, look out, you may need to register here soon. So Shopify back office, take out all that point. One question I have, and it's, it's not really about the taxes, but I think it's overlapping is a banking situation. Uh, can you do this whole setup with like your UK bank or like your European bank, or do you need to have bank accounts within the US that are linked to your business? I would recommend strongly having a US bank account for the reason being when you need to pay and remit back the tax to the states, they don't allow foreign banks. Some of them do. There's about 10 states which are really tricky in terms of making payment back of the Earth's tax and they don't allow you to. So it's not that difficult to open a US bank. It used to be that you would have to fly over there, put it on business expenses and have a great trip to go and open a US bank in person. After 2020, they started doing more face-to-face -face of Zoom calls and things to open banks. And then finally, you can open it up by supplying IDs such as passports, provided you have a company in the US, you can open a US bank. That is one of the services we do offer in RGM to take away the headache of having to get a US bank open. And now a quick break to thank the sponsors of today's episode. Store Hero is a profit platform for e-commerce brands and agencies. Store Hero helps centralize all of your e-commerce, marketing and finance data to get a true sense of your unit economics, margins and profitability. Store Hero helps busy brand owners and agencies save up to 10 hours per week in managing their e-commerce business. Store Hero helps brands to get a razor-sharp view of their contribution margins and give them the tools and confidence to build a profitable and sustainable business. Log in at storehero.ai and start making profitable decisions today. Be a smart e-commerce marketer and grow your digital team faster without spending a ton on hiring, enabling you to grow your business faster. Visit smart-ecommerce-marketing.com for details or simply click the link in the show notes. Okay, that's a great service that you offer that. So back in the time, I actually was running around from one bank to another doing it in person and it was just a pain in the neck. It worked at the end, but it was just very uncomfortable. Tell me a bit about RGM. What's the process if somebody approaches you? How does that work? The main source of our clients, we basically are partnered with uh, lots of different automation teams. So people who are running Amazon stores or Shopify stores or this, that, and the other. So our main process would be to help the client get sales tax compliance by providing them with the information based on where they have Nexus or things like that. 
and then we'll provide them all the information and then they will give us the go-ahead to proceed. We also then can take care of their sales tax filing as a separate service. So some clients may use us to get the state registrations and then they may choose to use their accounts for their filing, whichever way it is. If somebody chooses to do their filing themselves, we provide all the information they need along with any of the account information they need to continue it. And then we will do things in terms of Shopify. Uh, we do like free Nexus assessments and free consultations before starting. So people are aware of their potential liabilities. And we also do backlog filing. So let's say a Shopify seller had failed to be compliant and they should have collected tax for the last year or so. We can assist in making sure that they get current and remove any of those liabilities as well. So all kinds with e-commerce, it's all very much can be clients by clients. So that's why we always like to start with a free consultation, free nexus assessment, just to make sure people know where they are. Okay. How does the situation look like if you're selling not only in the US, but also like in Canada or globally, you have a complete mix in your Shopify store. How do you untangle that? Great question. Now, as I've mentioned at the start, we've got 11,000 sales tax jurisdictions to manage. So we are only limited to the US. That's all we do it with. However, we have got partners who we recommend and refer people for Canada. And we've also got people we can refer to for Europe as well. So if people are selling worldwide, we have got contacts to assist people with to, to hand them to somebody else to handle. I don't think I know of a company that does the taxes all over the world. It's, a, it's quite a large amount into consideration. Yeah, no, I, I can relate to that. I did my homework and it was really, really difficult, almost impossible to find someone who could point you in the right direction. And that's why I hope this episode will help our listeners to find someone like you to make their life easier. Tell me about the negative implications if you don't do it right. What in the worst case scenario can happen to you as a business? Great example is I'm working with a company. They started selling in the US without an EIN number. They really hit it off, really, really successful. They didn't get compliance for Shopify and they had been storing goods all over the US, which meant they should have been collecting. And what this meant is we had to go back and file for the last two years of all of the sales tax that they should have collected. So they had to pay that out of their own pockets. So it works out about, let's say, $50,000 in owed sales tax due to their liabilities. Now, they could have left it for longer. For the longer you leave it, the more penalties, the more estimates. And then when the state audit you, it's much better to realize your mistake or fix it than wait for the state to audit you because the penalties get very, very severe. If you leave it long enough, you can pretty much say goodbye to all of your profits very, very quickly when you're trying to pay back the sales tax pay somebody to do it, it adds up to an astronomical sum of money. And we want businesses to be successful. We don't want them to be concerned of paying sales tax out of their pockets. So my main recommendation is contact RGM. We get free consults, free nexus, no obligation to sign up for anything, but avoid reading random blogs from three years ago to base your tax knowledge and things like this, which you'll laugh, but lots of people do. Speak with a professional, speak with multiple professionals and make sure you are set up before you start selling anything. Yeah, no, I totally agree. When it comes to taxes, you should always talk to an expert because it's such a delicate field. And you see, obviously, the fines are very high if you don't do it right. And it's a complex topic as well. Tell me a little bit about the timeline and if there's any kind of homework that I need to do before I get started with you guys. Yeah, so the timeline, depending on what you want it to do. So let's say as an international 
you wanting to start from scratch, get the business, get your EIN, get sales tax compliance from the beginning. So we could open up an LLC or a corporation in the state of you choosing that would take us around about five working days. And then the EIN from the IRS can take anywhere from two to six weeks. Typically, it should be no more than two weeks. But the IRS, if you are applying in tax season, they put the internationals in the bottom of the pile, so you could be even longer. In terms of the sales tax registration, it can take 24 hours to get the certificates required for the compliance for one state. By another state, it can take up to four weeks. So it very much depends on where you have nexus and things like that. But it shouldn't ever take longer than eight weeks for everything to be completed. And or on average, I would say four to six weeks from that initial consultation, nexus assessment to opening a U.S. business, EIN number, and full sales tax compliance, ready to start selling and collecting tax in the correct states. One question I have, obviously, if you have your own products stored in the U.S. is one thing. What's the situation if you are either a dropshipper, so you basically do dropshipping from, I don't know, China or wherever, or you do a print on demand, so someone else creates the product? What's the situation there? Yeah, so Nexus is very different in that case because, and this could change, by the way, because it's always changing. But if, if you're drop shipping, you technically don't have a physical location. You've never taken the products and put your label on them. So you don't kind of own them as a the middleman. So you don't necessarily create physical Nexus. You obviously still have to be aware of economic Nexus in terms of the amount of sales, but it may mean it's easier to manage the sales tax. However, if you are dropshipping, often dropshippers, let's say, if you're purchasing from AliExpress to send dropshipping, when you purchase from these retailers of the dropshipping, they will often charge you sales tax when you buy the products. Now, there is a way that you can become exempt from paying that sales tax, and that's through tax exemption. If you are selling for resale, you don't have to pay the sales tax. So we do that service as well. So we help people become sales tax exempts from retailers such as Walmart, Amazon, Sam's Club, AliExpress, just to name a few. And that can boost your profit significantly if you're saving 7% of your tax gross purchases. Depends on your profit margin, you're going to make a good amount of money back. So that's another service you need to do as well. So that, that's possible as well that can help the dropshippers. Okay. Obviously, you want to save as much money as possible there. Jared, tell me, what's your pricing structure? What do you charge for your service? For the LLC and EIN, for a U.S. client, we would charge $600. For a non-U.S. client without a social security number, it would be $1,000. And then in terms of the state registrations, if you were just after a one-off registration, we'd do $150 per state registration. We do offer bundle packages where if you purchase, let's say, 10, it will be $1,000 for 10, depends on how big the business is. In terms of the sales tax filing, we charge $30 per return with an option to pay for one year of returns up front and get a 25% discount. And then we do have some surcharges to take into account in filing. So doing the sales tax filing with the states, the more sales you make, the significant amount of more amount of time it will take to file the return. So we do have a structure in place where the more sales you make, there may be a slight surcharge to account for that. But obviously the increase in your profits would take that into account. Okay. Makes sense. Question before we come to the end of the coffee break today, what's one final thought that you want, want to leave our listeners with? Sales tax is a headache and you, as a business owner, you do not want to be focusing all your energy on tax. Speak to a professional. You want to be using your energy for 
selling your products, product research, growing your business, not thinking too much about tax and your business declining. So you can speak with our GM in the pre-console. We'll be more happy to help take the headache away and then you can focus your business. Okay. Where can, can people get in touch with you? Yeah. So you can reach out to my email. That's Jared, J-A-R-U-D at rgmtaxexemption.com or support at rgmtaxexemption.com. That is our support team. And we'll be happy to help in any way that we can. Okay. So my recommendation to everyone listening is get in contact with Jared or any other expert in your local market. When it comes to taxes, it's not fun. You need to talk to an expert and it will save you a lot of money. In, in the long run and you don't want to make any major mistakes when it comes to taxes. So that's my advice for this episode today. Jared, thanks so much to give us an insight on this topic and talk to you soon. Thanks all, pal. It's been great. Thanks for having me. Before you leave, don't forget to visit the sponsor of today's episode. Store Hero is a profit platform for e-commerce brands and agencies. Store Hero helps centralize all of your e-commerce, marketing and finance data to get a true sense of your unit economics, margins and profitability. Visit storehero.ai today.